0: So how would you describe your teaching style? And I ask this, especially for young listeners who may want to become law professors one day or teach the law in some way or another.
1: Well, I think my teaching style really has developed over the years. I think when I first started teaching, I was a little insecure in the classroom. And I think as a result, I was a little bit more defensive of my position as a professor and as my position as an expert in the class. And so I tended to be maybe a little bit more domineering in the classroom than I might be today. Today, I'm much more confident and comfortable in my role as a law professor. And I think my teaching style is designed to really welcome the students, open up the discussion for the students to be engaged and be involved, while at the same time, providing them with the level of expertise and understanding and depth and sophistication of knowledge on the issues that, of course, the students can't be expected to have. And I'm the only one in the classroom who's who studied constitutional law for 30 years. And be able to be able to bring that knowledge to those students is very rewarding.
0: Thank you so much for sharing the fact that you felt insecure in the classroom when you first started, because certainly in my case, now I'm on my fourth career. When I was a journalist, each time I moved into a new role, I felt very insecure, not really as confident as I would later become after I had been on a particular beat for a while, and I never asked for help or identified a mentor that I could go to to get advice. And I can imagine for a professor of any kind, in your case as a law professor, you are taught the law, but you're not taught how to teach. So how did you decide how you wanted to teach and as your teaching evolved, kind of settle into a particular style?
1: It's a great point that you make, and I appreciate your appreciation of my statements of insecurity. To just refer back to that one more time, uh, just this past year, you mentioned that my book, uh, We the Corporations, was a finalist for the National Book Award. And I went to New York where they have this big ceremony, a black tie affair with thousands of people in this big room where they give the awards out. And as I'm sitting there in this room, and all I'm thinking while I'm in that room is what if everyone finds out that I'm just an imposter? What if everyone realizes at some point during this event that I don't deserve to be here, that my book is not good enough to be one of the books nominated for a National Book Award? And I think the lesson that I took from that was that even when you have great success in your profession insecurity comes with it. I think that insecurity can actually be a very healthy thing to have in life so that you don't get overconfident or cocky in what you do. And so I tell people, as you get older, you'll find that almost everybody is a little bit of an imposter. And not to say that they're trying to fool anybody, even someone who claims to have great expertise, there's still plenty they don't know. And so I think it did affect my teaching style. I found it less important over time to insist the students see the world the way I see it. And more open to how they see the world, and to recognize that the issues that we're dealing with in constitutional law class, for instance, many of them are very open ended, and to instead of trying to Give everyone a sense of security that comes with saying, hey, this is about X and not about Y, Z or anything else to come to recognize that actually these problems are often about X, Y, Z and a whole bunch of other things. And that that openness becomes more interesting, even if it provides less solid foundation for moving forward sometimes.
0: Well, once again, I want to thank you so much for sharing your most recent experience with A sense of insecurity or imposter syndrome. I mean, even in your career, you still have that feeling, is just, I think it should be of great comfort to our young listeners because the fact is you can be a 50 year old person and still feel, after having decades of experience under your belt, that maybe you're not good enough. And I think. I have to say that comes with people who tend to be very type A and overachievers. And I hope you don't feel that way. I hope you don't experience that. I myself have experienced it every step of the way in my career. And I have to share this story with you, Adam, and with our young listeners that comes from an interview that I did with the president and publisher of Simon & Schuster Adult Publishing, Jonathan Carp. He shared the best career advice he'd ever gotten came when he was 22. He was a summer intern at the Washington Post, and he was interviewing a very creative man by the name of Rupert Holmes, who was working on a musical that was about to premiere on Broadway. He was the composer, he was the lyricist, and he was the book writer of the show. And Jonathan asked Rupert, if he was confident about his prospects. And he said, oh, certainly not. I'm totally faking it. And furthermore, I think everybody is faking it. And the fact is, the musical that he was writing at the time was The Mystery of Edwin Drood. It went on to win four Tony Awards. I share this, and I so appreciate your candor, Adam, because I just want our young listeners to understand that all of these feelings are natural. And that doesn't mean that somehow or another, you're going to be a failure. You won't be. It's going to give you your edge if you feel that way.
1: Well, that's terrific. And I agree. I think actually what I've seen in my career is that it's the people who are the most confident, who think that they are the smartest, They have the best scholarship. They're the best teachers. They tend to be the worst, not the best. That it's important to go forward and have confidence in yourself, but you should never go forward and think that you're better than other people or that what you're doing is somehow really, really special that no one else could ever do. A sense of humility is important for success in almost every area of life, I think.